0: What you want, when you want it, where you want it. This is The Mesh.
1: Welcome back to My Dad Watches The Bachelor. I'm Meredith and I'm here with my co-host, my dad.
0: Hey, Meredith, how are you doing?
1: I'm doing great. You know, I was just in my hometown, so I feel very prepared to discuss hometowns. And I have no housekeeping, so I'm ready to dive in if you are.
0: Okay, well, let's uh, let's dive in.
1: Okay, I have a couple of highs. They're very little things because I was just, you know, trying to find highs in this episode. You know, first, Brandon making a fool of himself trying to skateboard. Um, I found that amusing. But also him choosing skateboarding as his hometown activity doesn't help me view him as anything other than a child, which I already saw him as way too young, and like the skateboarding thing doesn't help.
0: So, so you and I just we probably have similar things. It'll be interesting to see if if we put them in as highlights or lowlights. See, I had I had a low light of Brandon looking like he's a fourteen year old on a skateboard date, but he can't stay up, which you know to me sort of hinted a performance anxiety when it comes to Brandon.
1: Oh, so you don't think he'll do well in the fantasy suites.
0: I didn't say that. I'm just saying uh, when it was time to perform, he didn't look too good.
1: Yeah, I think I agree. I mean, it, it wasn't his best performance.
0: I'll leave it at that.
1: <laughs> um, I enjoyed the conversation between Michelle and Brandon's dad about them playing basketball and if she would still get his approval, if she swatted his shot it seemed like a very easy natural conversation which we didn't always get with the dads of of this season
0: i I, I thought that uh, Brandon's father was was uh, the person that should be adopted by all the bachelors I thought he was great you know and you know and, and I, I, I I fear that I have the same problem as Brandon's father in that you know I'm an old man that hasn't run up and down a basketball court in 15 or 20 years but if a if a woman comes into my house who is a college basketball player and probably in good shape, i'm I'm probably convinced that I can still take her at basketball and she will probably abuse the hell out of me.
1: Yeah, you would get whooped.
0: I think I would get whooped.
1: <laughs> um I also enjoy Rodney sticking with his Apple theme of the season. You know, he's a simple man and believes in the mantra, if it ain't broke, don't fix it.
0: I, it, it made me Google first kiss Apple. Oh,
1: doing some research.
0: First Kiss is the newest apple to be developed by the University of Minnesota. They were bred to have honey crisp juiciness and a refreshing tartness, while also being one of the first apples to ripen in the fall. Their very crisp texture along with tart, 12-bounds flavor, offers an incredible eating experience. So I... I I sort of assumed that Rodney was making this up, that this is a Minnesota apple, but apparently he's not. Apparently, he's he's an honest man.
1: He did his research, too. There you go. So there you go, people. If you're heading to Minnesota, go in apple season.
0: Which can be in the fall for Minnesota. I don't know when regular apple season is. I seem to eat apples all year round. I don't know.
1: (laughs) Apple season is definitely the fall. All right. I also enjoyed joe making fun of himself during his high school tour saying he didn't like being in the science and math hall because he wasn't good at numbers and didn't spend much time in the library i feel like we don't usually get like jokester joe so it was was nice to see him i mean it was like a pretty weak joke but it was nice to see him make fun of himself a
0: little so now what I enjoyed was, uh, you know, they, I didn't really enjoy their prompting, but I like the way that Joe dances because he is a dad dancer. He barely moves his feet. He just sort of sways back and forth and lets Michelle do all the work. So he's a real dad dancer. So that made me laugh. I put that as a highlight.
1: Yeah. Joe has this interesting ability to like have the quiet confidence look of him, but also look incredibly uncom- uncomfortable in most situations.
0: And, and I also liked, uh, it's always meet, interesting meeting these families. I think I've expressed to you that I would not like to participate in this sort of thing and, and be on TV meeting meeting someone for the first time who might be preparing to ask my daughter to marry him or with my son, a woman with my son, whatever. But uh, I, I was amused by... Hannah, the sister-in-law, who gets in and says, "The Coleman men don't talk a lot." This is this is, I guess, Joe's sister-in-law. Uh, it's going to be a real quiet night. And then we go to Joe and his dad on camera. You know, and and they're just grunting at one one another. You know, it was really must-see TV. I, I just found it very funny.
1: Yeah, it seems like Hannah is probably the biggest talker of the family. Maybe the, the Coleman men need some chatty ladies.
0: I I guess they, they they seem like simple men and nice men, authentic men, but I I'm, I don't think you're going to make a TV show out of them. I, I can see why Joe would not be a candidate to be The Bachelor, I in, in my view. I just don't think he's interesting enough.
1: Well, that's the point of The Bachelor. You don't need an interesting man. You've got the crazy ladies to take over the show.
0: Well, we did see some previews of that. So, we don't think uh, Clayton's
1: that interesting.
0: This is true. I don't. <laughs>
1: All right. I speaking of dad talks, I enjoyed the conversation between Nate and his stepdad talking about their feelings with each other for the first time. It was very sweet and emotional, and it sounds like something that could be awkward, but it was one of the less awkward father son conversations I felt like we had over in the night. I thought that Joe and his dad was much more uncomfortable to watch.
0: Yeah, it, it was very interesting. And I think that's his stepfather. Charles yeah. mm-hmm. it was a stepfather
1: who was no longer and, married to his mother which is interesting
0: no longer married to the mother but wanted to participate in this and and came in very skeptically and uh, you know I'm, I'm thinking he, he's he seems like a really smart interesting guy I'm I wrote down as he a psychologist is he a philosopher I want to know more about Charles the the stepfather Uh I, I think he needs to have his own Dr. Phil talk show. He was just very, you know, go get him. Uh, and with that said, I also wrote down red flags are flying all over the place for Nate. Yeah, his his emotional preparedness for this, um, his family's lack of confidence that he's ready for this. I, I just saw a whole bunch of red flags all over the place.
1: Yeah, I... I'm concerned that Michelle likes Nate too much and thinks, you know, maybe I can fix him when she has good viable candidates that are obsessed with her and Brandon and Rodney. And I, I can understand Michelle's mindset in that. I think all ladies have been there when it's like, Oh, that's the easy route. This is, this is the more fun route. This is who I'm more attracted to. Maybe I could be the girl that changes them.
0: You know, and, uh, you know, this is a shallow dad comment. I wonder if there's some height issues involved in that, you know, Michelle's, what, six feet, 5'11. You know, she's been a basketball player. Nate's 6'5, Brandon and Rodney, not so tall. Um, I wonder if. I don't know. I wonder I if they had that them goes. standing
1: in height order at the rose ceremony and it was oh. like Joe and Nate on one side and then the shorties over there.
0: I noticed that. Yes.
1: <laughs> My last high was Brie and Serena visiting Michelle for girl talk and advice. You know, I'm always here for the girl talk. Did you recognize either Brie or Serena?
0: I did not. I was wondering if those were the same two girls that were on the boat with Nate and, and Michelle before. I guess they were not.
1: No, they were on Matt's season. They were Michelle, Brie, and Serena were top four with Rachel Kirkconnell, who won.
0: I remember Rachel and Michelle. I don't remember the other two. But Well, Serena
1: was the queen of paradise, and she got engaged to grocery store Joe this season. Still, she was wearing her ring while they talked, I noticed. Brie has, I thought, had distanced herself from the franchise, but seems willing to come on still. So, I like girl talk. I enjoy it. It's a high for me.
0: No more highs for me.
1: Okay, well, that was my last high, so we're we're pretty much in step there. Okay. What about your lows?
0: Well, I just in addition to the Brandon uh, skateboard date. I did write that. By the way, Brandon is going to be totally crushed by the time this whole thing is over because I just don't see him winning. or no, I, mean, I being think that he
1: him. he will go home next. I don't know if fantasy suites are next week. I was I'm unclear about the programming schedule for next week. We'll have to figure that out with Mentel All on Monday, if that means we have fantasy Suites Tuesday. But uh our boy Brandon's not making it past the fantasy suites.
0: Yeah, I, I you know, and and he we talked a little last week. I found him and Rodney to be the most genuine and honest of the, the remaining people, and I just think he's gonna be run over by a truck I, I I'm not looking forward to seeing poor Brandon get destroyed um, I I was I put it in a low light I was sort of amused that I, it seemed like both Brandon and Rodney's families kept saying you know Brandon and Rodney are not good at relationships oh yeah they they, they really seem to say they've not, they've not had good luck with relationships they really seem to be lowering that bar of expectations. And I guess my biggest low light and probably biggest red flag was Rodney's mother, who says, uh, Rodney and I are very, very, very close. We're like best friends. That scares the hell out of me. (laughs) I don't think you're, you're supposed to be the mom. You're not supposed to be the best friend. Very scary.
1: Yeah, I put, that was my first low. I said, Rodney's mom saying she and Rodney are closer to being best friends than they are mother and son. That's a big red flag for me. And I think I would hit the door. I'm like, yeah, no, that's, I don't need to be with the biggest mommy's boy in the world. And I don't want to be competing with your mom.
0: I I would, I, th- I think that your your gut is, your intuition is correct there. Yes.
1: Thank you. Another low for me. I think it's a bit concerning that Joe took Michelle to his high school. I understand like it is a hometown date, but like their whole relationship is based on basketball and what it would have been like if they dated in high school. And I'm not sure that's the most sustainable for an adult relationship. And it was nice that Joe listened to Michelle's poem about how she was picked last for prom. But it would have been cuter if anyone else had done prom for her because this just emphasizes the high school aspect of their relationship. Like, they're 20 – they're in late, their late 20s. Like, this is – something that would have happened over 10 years ago. And I just, it it worries me. This podcast is sponsored by Jackson Creative, a custom communication agency located in downtown Hickory, North Carolina, specializing in online content creation. To learn more, visit thejacksoncreative.com. Jackson Creative, we tell your story.
0: Well, I, I I did make note. I didn't know where to put it, but just prom dates ten years after the prom, and Michelle is gushing that this is the most romantic date that uh, she's ever been on. I didn't. I, that struck me the wrong way, and and I think that I've I've called Joe the Glory Days uh, candidate before. Uh, you know, shout out to Bruce Springsteen, Glory Days, and that I I just wonder if he's capable of looking ahead into the future or if he's just embracing his, his uh, past accomplishments?
1: You know, I I'm about 10 years out from high school now getting there. And if my current boyfriend made a prom for me, I think, I think it'd be weird. (laughs) I'd be like, yeah, why are we doing this? You know, we're adults now we can adult proms are like fancy weddings. Let's just go to a fancy wedding.
0: Well, trust me, uh, high school reunions are probably just as weird. So you have that to look forward to as well.
1: Sounds like something I will be not attending. (laughs) Go team. My last low was that it was so awkward watching Joe and his dad interact. That conversation was just so uncomfortable for me. The silence, you know, Joe was like, you know, know, hit me with the questions. I'm sure you have some. And his dad's just like, hmm, No.
0: I thought it was funny. I, I, I had that as a highlight. I was just I was very amused by this.
1: It made me uncomfortable, and I also thought it was weird that Joe told Hannah his sister in law that he was ready to propose, but he wasn't in love. Seems like the wrong order of those two things for me.
0: Yeah, and and, and Hannah kept saying, uh, you know, Joe needs Joe needs a strong woman to uh, provide to provide to in make direction. Him talk. What
1: to make him talk.
0: Well, and provide him with some direction. I don't know. There's it's sort of a weird dynamic.
1: Yeah, I, I, I love Joe. Joe's my favorite. I just don't. I there's some red flags in his relationship with Michelle.
0: Well, I, I, I agree. I agree. I mean, you know, Brandon is the totally devoted, head over, head over heels one that is left.
1: He's I mean, the boring choice, you know? Joe
0: is, Joe is sort of the mystery date. I'm not totally sure what I'm getting, and I still think Nate is the player.
1: Yeah, I agree. That kind of takes me into the right reason. I picked Nate's stepdad, Charles, for my right reason, because he knows that Nate isn't ready for a, pro- for a proposal, and he's going to end up hurting Michelle in the long run, which I think we've established is how we feel about it as well, as Nate being a player. And I feel like Nate's stepdad, which you always enjoy, is like the doubtful parent. Was the only one who like had his head screwed on straight here.
0: Yeah, he. he I thought he was just a really interesting character. He had a weird shirt on, and <laughs> I, you know, I was just trying to figure out. I, I'd like to know more about you, Charles, Nate's stepdad, and and uh, you know, it was very emotional and. And, and Nate is breaking down when they're interviewing him, saying, "Yeah, we've never said these things. You know, it's a little sad to me that it takes you going on to reality TV to say these things to one another. But I, I'm glad that they did it.
1: Yeah. And I feel like that's another red flag for me. If I were Michelle, I'd be like, I don't think I want to join the family that doesn't talk about their emotions and doesn't say I love you to their children. Like that, that seems like the opposite of what Michelle is.
0: Well, I gave the right reason to Brandon's family, you know, and, and uh, I just found them to be the the nicest, most genuine people that we've met, uh, you know, from, from the family perspective. I thought the dad was the best. You know, he's talking about fishing and playing basketball and just uh, he seems active and engaged. You know, he should have his own podcast. Who knows? Maybe he does. You know, we'd, we would be very fortunate to get him to join us on a podcast.
1: Well, you see – I understand where you're coming from there, but I actually put my wrong reason as Brandon's brother because he delayed going to the Navy. I don't know if it's the Navy or the military. We heard both. He delayed going so that he could be a part of a bachelorette hometown date. And if that's not wrong reasons, I don't know what is. And I can't see the Navy or the military, whatever it is, being supportive of this decision.
0: (sighs) I I was I was talking to the mom a little bit about that. I think uh, when when that happened, and it was just I I don't know if they really give you the option. You know I, I you know maybe everybody's having a hard time hiring these days. Maybe the military is saying, oh, yeah, we really need you. If you need an extra week, you know, go ahead. Maybe he thought that, hey, I'm going to go on the Bachelor. I'm going to get to go to some exotic location. Nobody said this was Minnesota. Why wait, wait a second and. He, he sort of got trapped there. Who knows? So I, I did notice that. It was sort of strange, I thought. So um, I, I can see where you go there.
1: You know, Brandon's I- brother is just taking shooting his shot to become an influencer. You know, okay. Maybe I don't have to join the Navy or the military. I can make this work, this Instagram side hustle work if I'm on The Bachelorette.
0: Maybe the military needs influencers to try to convince them to uh, join the military. They can use Brandon's brother to post Instagram posts mm-hmm. saying, "Hey, you know, look, look at me. You know, um, you." I was you can, on the Bachelorette. I was on the Bachelorette. You can be too. Sign up now for five years of uh, service in the Navy. Who knows?
1: <laughs> All right. Yeah. So that's my wrong reason. I did like Brandon's family probably the most, but no. I don't like Brandon.
0: Well, you I, you, I suspect you like Brandon, but you know that he's...
1: I would never want to date Brandon. He'd be like, know. he's like fun as like a puppy dog, right. not as a boyfriend.
0: No, I, I'm with you on that. I, I, I did find it interesting sort of the, the order that we met the families. And do we assume that that was the actual order? Or do they have these meetings and they cut it up in a way to create the most drama? Because obviously the most emotion and drama were coming out of Nate's parents.
1: Yeah, I think it's well known that the order of the hometown dates, as well as the fantasy suites, is not always shown to us in the order that it occurred.
0: Okay. Well, my wrong reason this week is Michelle. In Whoa! That, in that uh, I really felt that Rodney deserved a better end than the one that he got. Yeah, I, I've seen in some of these shows when we get down to this point and and the bachelor or bachelorette has to make a very difficult position uh, decision on someone that has been on the show for a while they will make a point of going to see that person individually and not getting rid of them through the rose ceremony and i felt rodney deserved that um i, I don't i'm not going to say she made the wrong decision i think rodney Seems like a, a really nice guy. He's a good friend. Good probably a very good friend. Um, you know, that spark is probably not there as much as with some of the others, but he was very invested. I really thought that he deserved a more personal departure than going doing it through the rose ceremony. So I'm I'm saying, Michelle, you've been so wonderful this year, but I think you you made a mistake this week.
1: That's fair. I feel like usually those one on one like goodbyes come post fantasy suite you know you give the man some respect once you've seen him naked i guess but she didn't get that far with rodney but my well, MVP-
0: well actually she's seen Rodney naked but go ahead <laughs>
1: that's true i forgot about that you're right rodney deserved that respect she's seen his butt
0: yeah our, our, so, so did maybe, the whole, maybe,
1: the whole yeah. hotel
0: yeah maybe maybe more than just a butt i suspect but anyway go ahead
1: <laughs> all right my mvp is rodney I think that he was the only top four guy that Michelle could have had like a legitimate long lasting relationship with, but she didn't think he was hot enough. And so he's sent packing. And I think that if she had met him, you know, in normal life and they had dated, it would have worked out. But since she's, you know, tempted with all of these other sweet treats that Rodney doesn't make the cut. I and mean, he was just very kind and understanding dur- during his exit interview. you know, some people are, Mad and they're going to talk smack about the lead. And Rodney's like, I still care about her so much. I want the best for her. She's so amazing, just an all-around class act. I enjoyed Rodney this season.
0: I I think that's a good choice, and and I agree. I I also enjoyed Rodney, and and didn't think he would be the guy that would win it. Actually, I think I was I was somewhat surprised that he made it as far as he did.
1: Yeah. But you thought that Dead Eyes, what's his face would make it? I don't even remember his name now that he's been off my screen for a week. Rick. Rick.
0: Rick. I yes. would
1: never have been able to come up with that name on my own right now.
0: Well, I, I won't next week, but I remembered it this week. So but you know, speaking of names, there are three left. I picked two of them.
1: You I did Brandon and Joe.
0: I have no idea. I know why I picked Joe. That was sort of a, a no-brainer, and you picked Joe as well. I have no idea why I picked Brandon. But, uh, but I did.
1: Yeah. I mean, we could go back and listen to why you picked Brandon, but it's probably not because of his skateboarding skills.
0: No, definitely not. So I, 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 when I was a young person, I did some skateboarding and it looked to me like I could probably do what he he was doing right now, which was falling off the skateboard. So, except I would probably break something.
1: (laughs) All right. Well, do you have any fatherly advice to wrap us up other than wear a helmet while skateboarding?
0: I didn't have that, but that's a good piece of advice. So if you are skateboarding or biking, please do wear a helmet. Uh, yeah, there were, there were some there were some significant thoughts from some of the parents. Rodney's mom, uh, a.k.a. Rodney's best friend, <laughs> talked about uh, the, the fear a parent has about having their kid get heartbroken and how you want to protect them and keep them safe and happy. And And we do, and we feel it. Uh, but we also have to recognize that we need to let you and your peers make your own decisions and sometimes your own mistakes. And hopefully uh, you learn from it and we'll be there to hug you and help you get up. Um, you know, Nate's dad, Charles, you know, um, saying that, uh, you know, he, he probably never said it before, didn't say it much, but uh, wanted to make sure that Nate knew that he loved and respected him and As parents, we need to be saying that more to our children. I hope our children can say it to our back to their parents. Um, And you know, Nate's dad talked about the difference between love and marriage, and marriage means commitment. I wonder if he meant lust in marriage, uh, but uh, just the commitment of marriage and being prepared for that. uh, I think that's important to be thinking about. And finally. You know, important piece of advice to Nate and anyone else, don't let the first time you ever introduce a girl to your parents be on a reality TV show. Bad, bad mistake there. You really should maybe practice that a few times before you get to the reality TV show. So that's what, those are my thoughts for the week.
1: Those are some good thoughts. You know, Dad, I just want to let you know, I love and respect you.
0: And I love and respect you as well, Meredith.
1: (laughs) Well, on that note, if you're enjoying this very love-filled, respect-filled podcast, make sure to comment, rate, subscribe to us, anywhere you listen to your podcast. We'd like to thank The Mesh for producing our podcast, and you should listen to all of their podcasts on their channel. They've got some great stuff. Um, We'll be back next week. We don't know if we're going to be recapping Mental All and Fantasy Suites. Just Mental All. It's up in the air. We don't know. I think for the sake of your sanity, dad, hopefully it's just the mental tell all and we don't have a double episode week.
0: Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed.
1: So join us next time to hear more about Michelle's season from The Right Reasons and my dad's. You've been listening to The Mesh